Do you have the protections that you need in case you get pulled over by certain circumstances in life? If you don't, this is what we call riding dirty. Today we're talking about insurance and what it can protect on this episode of Coffee with Tea. So please, stick around and enjoy the show. and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. I am your host, Tanya Charlotte. Now I'm excited because we're going to be talking to Mr. Eric Smalls and we're going to get ourselves ready and protect because nobody wants to be riding dirty this year. So nope. <laughs> without further ado, I want to welcome Mr. Eric to the, to the oh, call, sir. Welcome. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I like said we 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 connected through a networking event and I love your energy. So it, yeah. thank you for accepting my invitation to come on. Absolutely. I couldn't miss it. Absolutely. <laughs> and I really want to open up the question before we really dive into what does riding dirty mean for those who are not familiar. Right. But we're going to talk about because for those who you're going to explain more your your insurance. And but we're really going to really want to answer the question first. Like, who is Eric? Tell a little bit okay. about who you are and maybe perhaps how have you been dealing with the reopening of COVID? So the floor is yours there, sir. So I am a dad of five, a husband of one, and an owner of a cat. So that's uh, <laughs> that's me. Uh, we spent a lot of time together over the last several months because of COVID. So reopening, well, opening my business in the middle of the beginning, middle of COVID, uh, was a little scary. But uh, with the family coming together and uh, you know support from uh, my wife and you know the kids. And, uh, you know, all of us being home, it, it really get, brought us closer together and also made us, you know, just focus in on uh, what's important. And um, I, I think it really helped me uh, with focusing on my business and not having a lot of distractions from going out and hanging out with the guys or, you know, doing different things. So the restrictions actually helped. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and uh, for those who who probably struggle with restrictions yeah restrictions can be good not everybody yes. you know not always always so bad so right right well you and I connected because like I said I we've always had you know in our community uh, you know I, I people put those GoFundMe out there and, and when they have to bury their live ones and so you know it, it's it's a concern it, yes. I, I would say, because to me, it's like a lack of pre preparation a little bit. So, right. and that sort of ties into about riding dirty. So we're really going to talk a little bit about those two issues here, mm -hmm. but really, you know, for the, again, I always have to give a definition for those who are not familiar about what is riding dirty. Can you please, in your sure, words, sure, sure. tell them what riding dirty means? <laughs> so, you know, in the, um, in the slang term, riding dirty means you're riding with, something or someone that if you were to get pulled over, uh, you would be get in trouble. So maybe, you know, different, different things with that. Maybe um, you have uh, some different things in your car that you shouldn't have in your car, right? Um, so in the sense of insurance, it's kind of the same thing, you know, and, and, and in life, you're, you're going about your day 
and either you, uh, you you probably don't have the protections that you need that if you were to get pulled over by certain circumstances in life, it would be a bad situation for you. So life happens, you know, Murphy's Law, the worst case scenario. But, you know, just in general in life, you know, we go through trials and tribulations. So, you know, preparing yourself for those different trials and tribulations and events and just putting yourself in a position whereby the impact of that of those potential things would not be as great and will not cripple you and not take you to bankruptcy or, you know, to your family members to bankruptcy. So that is what we mean by riding dirty. You're riding with a situation uh, that is not uh, ideal for if you were to face, you know, life, Murphy's Law. Right. Well, thank you for that definition for those yes. who are not familiar. <laughs> in, the, in the slang term, it's like, uh, like I said, basically, you know, you're not taking all precautions to keep yourself out of jail. Exactly. That's my definition. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. I like that. Yes. <laughs> you're not, you know, so we, you know, this is a big thing. And I always like to know, like, why is this so passionate? And I know maybe this leads into what, why you do what you do, but why is this such a, um, uh, a passionate subject for you you know what I mean I know not only is it for business but you know raising kids and stuff like that is there yeah. impact for those who are, who are affected by not you know absolutely proper coverage absolutely absolutely I mean you mentioned earlier the GoFundMe accounts that people do when their loved ones pass away because they just simply did not prepare and have the insurance in place when they were alive. And that that impacted me at a young age when I was growing up. We had several older people in our family. And it was it was one uncle in particular when he passed, they did not have insurance. And we really had to, you know, ask for collections at church. I don't think I don't think GoFundMe was out at the time, but it was, you know, more so, you know, passing the, the hat around a church, you know, begging for money, basically what it was. And it's, it's not, it's embarrassing. You don't have the pop, proper uh, home going for the family member because you're working on a budget. And then most people leave bills, even if it's a small credit card or something like that. I mean, you know, we're already day to day trying to pay our own bills to take our own responsibilities. So, you know, someone else, someone passes, you're hurting in your heart and then that hurts your pocket. So we, I experienced that at a younger age. And it was more so of an embarrassment thing than a financial impact for me. And then as you get older, I mean, there's certain situations where your home or your car, if you don't have that properly protected, you invest all that money into your home. I know, you know, my, I have teenage boys, so they, you know, they have their cars, they're nice. And, you know, to not have it properly protected, you get into an accident, all that money goes out the window. You know, so um, it's a real strong passion for me because I know the, um, the 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 frustration that a person can have and just the pain also that a person can have from losing a loved one and not having what is what should be there. And then, you know, having an accident, not your fault at all, but you didn't properly protect yourself for those potential things. So it, it can be it can be very, you know, a not good day for um for someone if they're not properly right right and i i i like what you're you're bringing up and that it was something in that you said that i'd never really thought about it's like um and i used to do i sit well i say i i used to i still am with legal shield and a lot of it is you know it you can tie your insurance with you know your your will preparation and stuff like that do you find it that i mean it's not just you know our, our community that suffers from planning for you know planning and stuff like that mm -hmm. but like do we 
I guess what I'm saying is like, how can we change that mindset that it's okay to prepare? It, it, you know, like some of us don't, in communities, we don't like to talk about it because we feel like we're bringing yeah. it on us. So, I mean, right, how right, do we right. bring up those conversation that says, this is not think, this is not a bad thing. You know, we right. need to prepare ourselves. How do you have that kind of conversation, especially like if you're talking yeah. to your, your kids and stuff like that? How do you prepare for that kind of conversation? Well, life insurance is for those, that the, the loved ones that we leave behind. That's what life insurance is for. And I mean, it is a tough conversation for someone to put a policy in place that says that, hey, you know, when you when you pass away, this, this is what this policy is for. It only works when you die. You know, it's, that's a tough conversation to have with somebody. Right. <laughs> the only way it's going to pay out is you got to go, buddy. But you know, <laughs> but, you know, I always tell people whole life insurance is the only insurance ever that's guaranteed to pay out as long as you pay the premium. It's the only one because it's it's the only it's the only insurance that's based on a guaranteed occurrence. We're guaranteed to expire. That is 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 it is is an absolute fact. So you can have car insurance, home insurance, health insurance, all types of different insurance, but never have an accident, never have a claim, and you never ever use it, right? But whole life is a policy that we will use that. And I guess the best way to um, have a conversation with someone is to just be realistic. Like, you know, we, we know we're going to expire and we want to set this policy up for when you're 110, when you, ex- when you expire at 110. But if you still happen to pass any time before that, we want to make sure that your loved ones are taken care of, especially for parents, single parents, even, you know, married parents. You know, you're buying a house. It's a lot of responsibility if you have young children. If something happens to you, you know, it's already probably a little difficult, even as a couple, to make ends meet. So imagine if something happens to one or the other. I mean, it's very devastating. You're already hurting emotionally. And now you have the children that have to maybe suffer or maybe college or different things you've planned to do for them in the future because you just, you know, don't have the, the means to do it. So right. having that conversation, I mean, you, you kind of got to just be realistic. You know, you got to be realistic and say, you know what, I need to prepare for something that could possibly happen. And, you know, we we have policies in place, you know, whereby people can get all their money back if they say, well, I don't want to buy insurance and, you know, I spend the money and I don't ever use it. Well, that's what health insurance, car insurance and home insurance is. It's the same thing. We buy these insurances and we hope we never use it. And, you know, we don't really complain. So life insurance shouldn't be any different. You know, we should buy it. Hope to God we don't ever have to use it. But if 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 you better, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. So you know, um, going back to your question to answer that, um, how do you bring it up? It's kind of you just have to you just have to bring it up. There's really no way to tiptoe around it. You know, um, you just have to be mature about it. You know, and just be realistic. And that, and that's 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 how I, I go about it. I don't cut any corners with people. I try to use certain words, but, you know, let's be realistic. We're all going to pass away and we need to have life insurance. I'm, you know, anything other than that is not realistic. Right, right. Well, yeah. I, I like that. And I want to, this is the part I want to also remind everybody that if you're already picking up some gems that Eric has been putting down, like me, please get that thumbs up, hit a, uh, maybe leave a comment down below because we're going to go diving down deeper into like, when is too much, too much, you know, you know, sometimes right. it's like, do you ensure your whole family? I mean, you know, right. is that too much? Is there ever, ever considered too much insurance? <laughs> I guess that's what I'm saying. Well, sort of, yes. I mean, so the insurance companies will ask you if you have 
current insurance, right? For life insurance. They want to have a t- whole totality of how much insurance you have. So if you're only making, let's say, $50,000 or $60,000 a year, then if you're applying for $3, 4000000 million in insurance, they're going to they're gonna ask some questions, right? Because, you know, it's really t- supposed to be to uh, maybe pay off debts. So if you have any debts, so if you have a large amount of debts, then, yeah, you know, you can justify that. If you have several children and, you know, obviously over the course of 20 years in college, a child can cost $100,000 or more. You know, so it's not unrealistic to put, you know, if you have three kids, just the kids in the house alone, you're probably already at a million dollars because then you want to replace your income. So, you know, it, 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 it may seem like a lot when you say, well, I want a million in coverage, but a, a family with, you know, a couple kids has a home and, you know, they're the breadwinner or they make good income that, you know, it adds up because you think of how much money we spend over the course of 10 and 20 years. It's a lot, you know, so. That's what we're replacing. We're replacing that future income and those, um, you know, those things like that. So the, so what I'm like, this is a new thing for me because I don't really dive into the insurance world as as well. So basically you're saying insurance is for their future, not not, you know, we have to think about what we want to leave behind for our loved ones and not think exactly. that this is it's a financial burden on us now because exactly. it pays exactly. dividends in the end. It is for our loved ones. You have to love your family members to get life insurance. That is basically because on the paper, you're putting what's called the beneficiary. These are the people that will receive this money. So you want to make sure they are your kids, your spouse, your parents. Who's going to take care of your children if something happens to you? Who's going to pay the house off? Who would want to keep the house? You know, who is depending on your income, whereby if something happens to you, they're at a really big loss. Who do you want to just leave a legacy for outside of all those things I just mentioned? Maybe, you know, a church or foundation. Maybe it's not just the family members, you know, maybe a good friend, maybe someone, maybe a parent you were taking care of. If something happens to you, how is that parent you were taking care of going to have the, the care that they need? And I, and I have to bring this up because I hear a lot of pets. People pets. have to take care yeah. of their pets. Exactly. Exactly. So I just had to throw that in there because I know there's a lot of pet lovers out here, especially in Ohio. So exactly. As also <laughs> business owners. If you're a business, oh, owner, that's you a have a business partner, you need to have insurance because if something happens to your business partner, do you know who your new business partner is? Their spouse. Yes. <laughs> that, that is your new business. Say partner. that again. Say exactly. what so they can understand it. So if you have more than one business partner and something happens to that business partner, your new business partner is their spouse. So hopefully they are just as good as the spouse you went in business with. <laughs> Thanks for letting, clarifying yes. that, then, Mr. Eric, because I think a lot of people who, you know, we don't know that stuff. Don't so know that it's stuff. like, yep. so what's, you know, we're getting down to like the last couple of minutes and stuff like that. And I really want to know, like, what's the one thing you want people to take away from this interview? If they don't hear anything else that you're talking about, what's the one thing you want them to take away? Pull out your insurance policy. And talk um, and consult with a, a um, insurance professional about it. Every couple of years, life changes. Whatever, every, as the time goes on, life changes. But every couple of years, you should evaluate your, your insurance, your car insurance, your home insurance, your life insurance, your health insurance. Life changes. You may need more. You may need less. You know, you may need to adjust the coverages. You know, because a lot of times people take the insurance they've had since they were young, teenagers, college. Now we're adults. We have families. We have assets, life has changed. So that same insurance policy you had before, you know, you may want to evaluate that. And, um, and if you go to your file, 
to pull out your insurance and there's nothing in the file, then you need to call me. Call Eric Smalls because you don't want to lose it all. You need to have a paper in that file that says life insurance. And on the car and a, and a home insurance file, it should have a, uh, a dollar sign that, that puts money in your pocket because that's what I do. So you need to evaluate your insurance, not only for the coverages, but also for the cost. I like that. I like yes. that. Thank you for, for clarifying some stuff. And I always like your, your um, tagline or yes. your closeout. <laughs> I always think it's really cool. So thank you for your time. And I, this is where I really want people to under, you know, connect with you. So where can they find more information about you, your services, and what you do? Absolutely. So uh, I give them my direct number, which is 410-808-1447. That's directly to my cell phone. All my clients have this number because I'm, I'm all about service. I'm all about availability and uh, you know, want to provide a great experience for people. My office number is 443-898-9434. Uh, they can also uh, email me at eric.smalls at goosehead.com, G-O-O-S-E-H-E-A-D.com. I'm on Facebook as well. You can find me there, LinkedIn. But I mean, directly, I'm, I'm, I'm a direct guy. So if you can call me, text me, email me. You can let me know and say, hey, Eric, I don't want a whole bunch of callbacks or text messages back. So don't call me you know, a whole bunch of times. Maybe you just have one question. I can answer that and, and keep going. But I respect people's privacy. I understand people don't want calls from salespeople trying to sell them something. So I just want, I'm just here to consult. You know, just, you know, I can review coverages, you know, make sure you have, you know, a, a good policy for your needs. And we don't even have to talk about switching you. You know, we can talk about that if you like. All right, well, thank you. And I also, can people call just to, you know, maybe get an understanding of, of more Absolutely. about insurance? Absolutely. Especially, you know, you know, with life insurance, I'm, I'm really passionate about that. I just really believe that not just we as a people, just everybody needs to, you know, have some type of life insurance. You know, it, I mean, just imagine if your parents or, or your grandparents were to leave you, if they, if every generation said, I'm going to leave, you know, my grandkids, 50 or a hundred thousand dollars. Imagine just how much, just you, everyone listening, how much would that have changed your life? You know, we've all lost our grandparents, great aunts, great uncles. How much would that have changed your life if they left you with 50 or $100,000? How much more business, how many, you know, business, how, you know, could you have done? Could you have sent your kids to that private school? Could you have went on that vacation, paid off the debt so you didn't have to work that second job? It is life-changing. It allows you to spend more time with your kids because you don't have that burden of working that second job. I mean, it is completely life-changing and as a community that's what we need more of time with our loved ones we need more love and this is just a way a way amongst many ways that you know we can you know obtain that well thank you so much for for sharing the information and i can definitely tell you're passionate so you know yes. definitely follow up with mr mr smalls because you don't want to lose it all so i can't say it like yes, he does. if you don't want to lose it all you better call Eric Smalls. <laughs> yes. And I want to thank you, Mr. Eric, for your time. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. It's amazing how fast 20 minutes can fly by. I know, right? <laughs> All right. And I also want to look, we can always follow up. Maybe we can go a little bit deeper into, you know, another topic, you know, that we could know. Yes. I know there's plenty of stuff we can talk about. So, you know, Absolutely. I'd love to have you come back on as a guest. And I also want to remind everybody who has tuned in today's episode. Remember, feedback is always welcome. If you've enjoyed what Eric has shared, please give us a like. Let us know. Maybe follow it up, up with a comment down below. 
And if you want to keep getting the insights that Mr. Eric shared and others, please consider hitting that subscribe button over there. And remember, take things in stride, go with the flow, and create your own path. And we'll see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. All right. Bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free. And if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, please stay and grow with us and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.